One, a two, a one. It's time for the Better Horses Radio Show with Ernie Rodina. Saddle up and ride as we explore the Western way of life. Horses and cows, family and friends, a relationship with the land, and a relationship with God. It's all here on Better Horses Radio. Now let's hit the trail with Ernie and his co-host, Don Dawson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't touch that dog, folks. It's time to get around and talk horses. Hey, everybody. I'm Ernie Rodina. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Don Dawson. Welcome to the Better Horses Radio Show. We're so glad you joined us. We got an unbelievable show uh, lined out for you today, as we do all the time, Don. That's right. We're going to have a great show today, but you know what we got right now is our inspiration. We're going to get started off just right with Pastor Steve Stafford. Are you ready, Pastor Steve? Hey, I'm ready. How y'all doing? Good. We are good. How are you guys doing down there? Uh, busy times, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those days today for all of us, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's get her going. Hey, folks, it's always good to be with you. You know what? Here it is, Memorial Day weekend. Now, for some, it's the start of summer. Or a long weekend maybe spent at the lake or family coming in for a barbecue. Or maybe a weekend of doing nothing but recharging for the next busy week to come. Well, I remember as a kid around Emporia, Kansas, we'd all gather at the farm, a meal of fried catfish and cornbread, then some homemade ice cream, then later in the day, we'd all go to the cemetery to decorate the graves in remembrance of our loved ones that had gone on before us. For me, there is one that I hope we all remember, his life, his death, his work, his words, and what he has done in our lives. His name? Well, his name is Jesus. So our prayer here today at Better Horses is that you have a great weekend with family and friends, and that you remember your loved ones that have gone on with a sweet memory. But we hope that you will also remember the one that came to save all mankind. Yes, 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 yes. His name is Jesus. Hey, this is Steve Stafford. I am the pastor at Risen Ranch Cowboy Church. I'm a very proud member of the Better Horses family. Hey, Amen. thank you, Pastor Steve. We always love starting this show with a little devotional from you. So appreciate what you do for us. Thanks, Ron. It's always good to be with you guys. Well, we love it, and we thank you for doing it. And I know our listeners do, too, Pastor Steve. So thanks so much for taking the time to, to do that. All right, kids. I'm going back to my catfish and homemade ice cream, so you're on your own now. Well, that's <laughs> not even nice. No. <laughs> All right. Go on and enjoy it. All right. We'll see you all later. Okay. okay. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Yeah, we always have a great inspiration and love having Pastor Steve. But you guys, you know, we've got a great show lined out. Ernie's been working on this for a while, trying to get Casey Deary uh, lined out and Luca Faponi. And they've got kind of a cool story. Big wins here recently. And Luca himself has his own big story. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Let's not forget the Deary sisters that she's kind of got. She's got her own business down there breaking those ponies. That's right. So I didn't realize she was still doing that. That'll be fun to talk to them about. They, uh, they're they a pretty versatile family down there, what yeah. they do. So we're going to be spending both segments with both of those folks. So um, you guys stay tuned. We will we'll have that. But, you know, right now it's time for our Kansas State University Veterinary Health Tip of the Week. And, hey, I got some new ones finally. New, 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 as yeah. Chicken Man says. Yeah, and this <laughs> 
This is an important one, and it's one that I uh, procrastinate on. So, Don, thanks for talking to our friends there at Kansas State University. This will be a good one. Folks, we need to pay attention. It'll save us a lot of grief. Let's go listen to that right now. Hey, everybody. We are here with our Kansas State University Veterinary Health Tip of the Week, and we have Dr. Katie Delfmiller with us today. She is the Clinicals Associate Professor of Equine Internal Medicine up there at K-State, and she's got another great tip for us today. Are you with us, Dr. Delf? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. I wanted to talk today about having appropriate documentation for traveling because as we're getting into spring and summertime and just traveling with our horses in general, we just want to make sure that we have up-to-date paperwork um, for those traveling opportunities. And one thing, of course, that we think about when we're traveling is a Coggins test. And typically in most states and um, show situations, an annual yearly Coggins test um, is appropriate. There are some um, some local venues that may require like a six-month Coggins. And so that's important for you as horse owners to make sure if it is a six-month requirement that you have that up to date. The other thing that we want to keep in mind is if we're crossing state lines is that um, we need to have health certificate paperwork with that Coggins test. And the health certificate is basically where your veterinarian examines your horse and says that at that exam, they are healthy and free of infectious disease. So that way, when you travel, you're not um, potentially having a contagious horse um, uh, with commingling with other horses. And so those health certificates are um, typically good for 30 days and typically good for a specific location across state lines. Now, certainly most veterinarians are equipped to um, perform Coggins tests and health certificates. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, an emergency situation pops up where, oh, I didn't remember to get my Coggins done. And sometimes we have to do those quicker. And sometimes a local veterinarian may not have the um, capabilities to perform that test is best if possible to plan ahead and make sure that you have this paperwork in place before before having to go um, travel. Another possible documentation that you may need is based typically more on the venue or the show, and that would be vaccine records. But it's never a bad idea if you're traveling to have vaccine um, and health records on your horse anyway. Um, so it's good to have like a folder together with all of your paperwork as you're traveling. So it's easy access to pull that out for, um, for either show officials or sometimes you'll have um, veterinary officials checking those um, health papers as you're crossing state lines or coming into your equine venue as well. Uh, another great tip, and I will tell our listeners out there that just right here in Kansas, the state that borders us is Missouri is the six month versus the one year for Kansas. And so a lot of people don't understand that. That's a very important thing to be checking on when you're traveling. So thank you so much, Dr. Delph. We appreciate your tips every week. Great. Thank you. You know, I thought I got away from that when I left school. Wouldn't have to worry about paperwork, but it creeps into every aspect of our life. So we sure appreciate Dr. Delph highlighting those things that we need. And Dawn, appreciate you sharing uh, your experience there as well. It's helpful for folks to work with your veterinarian and let them know where you're headed. They'll tell you exactly what you need to do to make sure that you got all your paperwork in order. So Boy, hey, that's the truth. And, and the, I got to tell you, and the word procrastination, she didn't bring it up, but she should have, because so <laughs> many of us wait way too long to get that paperwork done to where it's next to impossible to do. So 
be sure to pay attention to dates and deadlines. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I bet there's a lot of heads shaking out there in radio land right now. So we've been warned on, and that was a great, that was a great segment you put together and we got a great show coming up. We want to get right to it, but we need to take a break folks. This is better horses radio. We'll be right back. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about Prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. Routine dental examination and treatments are essential for high-quality horse care. To prevent potential problems, a horse's mouth should be examined at least once a year. I'm Dr. Chris Blevins, equine field service veterinarian at Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. We can examine the mouth and provide a treatment plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Established in 1956, the Pinto Horse Association of America was formed to welcome all types of equines and maintain their show records and pedigrees. PTHA currently has over 88,000 members with 157,000 registered Pintos. There are currently three separate registries, the Color Registry, the Solid Registry, and the Long Ear Registry. We welcome all levels of competition within a family-friendly environment. Become a member, register, and add value to your horse. For more information, check out the website Pinto World Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rudina. And I'm Don Dawson. And our next segment is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. Go to their website, MerckAnimalHealth.com. See all the products they have. We focus on their vaccines, their prestige line of vaccines, and their Wormers uh, Safeguard and Panicure. Uh, It's real important to be visiting with your vet this time of year about what vaccines need to be given to your horse at this time, as well as which wormer needs to be given. So 
check with your vet and then look at their website, MerckAnimalHealth.com and see what needs to be done. We've got a guest on here and you guys actually know him better than I do, but I got the chance to at least to say we get to introduce Casey Deary. He's the fourth winningest money earner in the Reigning Horse Association. But uh, I tell you what I like most about Casey is I follow him. Uh, he's just a good man that loves his family, loves the Lord, and, uh, and is very successful on top of a horse, as well as when he's off the horse. And uh, we've got Casey Deary with us. Casey, thanks for joining us on Better Horses Radio. Happy to be here, Ron. We got so much we could talk about. And uh, Ernie, I'll, I'll let you jump in and just kind of talk about how you've watched Casey's career. And I know you wanted to ask a question or two. Well, I, I just was going to tell, tell him, Casey, this is a real honor to get you and, and, and Luca on the show. And I mean, we got nothing but rock stars, Ron, on, on the show today when it comes to raining and uh, just a, uh, and horsemanship as far as that goes. So really uh, great to have you on there. It's a real honor. I had to run across the, lot, the, the, the back pasture to get here on time so I wouldn't miss this interview. And uh, just great to have you on the show, both of you. And uh, uh, and congratulations, Luca, uh, on on how you're doing, and 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 Casey, what you're getting done. I mean, you guys are really doing a great job. So it's a real honor to have you on there, and and um, I just wanted to say that. Well, thank you, Ernie. So, Casey, um, for our listeners who aren't familiar with who Casey Deary is, tell us how you got started in the rain and horse world, and and. How long ago that's been? Did you ride as a kid? You know, Don, it was probably back uh, 27 years ago now. Um, I joined my local 4-H group and went to a reigning clinic that a man named James Davison put on. Um, I didn't really know a ton about it at the time, but but James showed us how versatile his horse was, how he could do the the rain and he could do the barrel pattern. He could do the pleasure on it. He could do the Western riding. He could pretty much do anything he wanted to on that horse. And I thought, uh, you know, it'd be handy if a guy could get one broke enough to, to do all of that. And then you could let the horse kind of decide what direction he wanted to go. So that was kind of my start of it. And that's what I did through school was, uh, I'd buy and sell horses. I'd buy a prospect through the newspaper and, you know, spend 90 or 120 days making him a little better and then reselling through that same paper. So that was, I never really had a job that I clocked in at. I just kind of trade horses the whole time going through high school. And the day after I graduated, I moved to Crum, Texas and went to work for Clint Haverty. So I spent yeah. nearly three years there with Clint before um, starting my own business. So how do you, uh, I mean, I guess, there's so much more to reining than than the pattern. I mean, just getting the nerve to go out there and perform. It's an extended period of time you're in the arena. And and how do you get all that to where you, you just have it down? I mean, and, and get your horse to where they handle it calm and quiet. Well, we take very few days off. So that's really the best way to do it. We spend a lot of time working. We're out here, you know, sun up, sun down most of the days. So we're comfortable with the horses that we're on and, and anymore the horses that we're getting to ride are so uh, breed specific to the reining that they really are gifted at their job. And so it's, it's our job as horsemen to try to teach them how to want to go do those parts. But most of them have the natural ability 
And some of them have that natural urge to do it even without us. Hey, Casey, tell us a little bit about the growth of your performance horse business. I know, I, I think you moved to Weatherford uh, way before everybody else decided Weatherford was the place to be in the horse business. You've been there for a little while, I think. And tell us how your, how your performance horse business has grown, Casey. So my wife and I moved here to this place, uh, boy, seems like 21 years ago. Wow. Um, and we bought it nearly 18 years ago. So at the time there were, uh, you know, a couple of rainers in the area, but certainly not a population of them that would, would warrant a lot of traffic. So at the time, if you were driving to Weatherford, you were coming all the way out here to see a specific horse or to see us. So, um, but now with, uh, with the help of Taylor Sheridan and what he's done through the run for the million and the Yellowstone TV show, the publicity that the reigning has gotten over the last three years, four years, um, it's made the sport explode. So now we're faced with the challenge of providing enough good horses to satisfy the needs of all the people that are coming in. So it has made a reigning horses value skyrocket. And I, I think you can directly relate that to what Taylor's done. No, I was just going to say, been great for the industry. And I tell you what, just really has taken everything to another level. Yeah, he absolutely has. And what I was going to add to that was just the number of events to go to. You used to have just a few events you prepared for each year. Right. Yeah, there's, there is pretty much any given weekend that you want to go compete, there's somewhere you can go. And, uh, you know, for us that make a living at it, we've kind of always had the tendency to follow the money. And now there's so many places that have so much added money that, you know, it's really hard to make the decision. I mean, we, we really have to decide, you know, do we want to drive east or we want to drive west or north or, you know, what patterns are going to fit certain horses, what size the arena is. There's, there's a lot of variables that go into figuring out what horses are going to show where. Uh, because realistically, anymore, anywhere you go, you can, you can walk away with a significant paycheck. Well, Casey, not only have you been very successful personally, but uh, watching your business grow, watching assistant trainers uh, come into your program. And in fact, uh, I looked at a recent photo uh, celebrating one of your wins. And I think the only people that weren't in that photo were me and Ernie and Dawn. Uh, you had quite a team uh, behind the success you've had there. Tell us a little bit about your team, about the business, what it takes to keep Deary performance horses going. You know, it really is a, a huge undertaking and, and my wife and I love people. So, it's not a challenge for us to, to have a big group around us, but it, it takes a lot. My wife and um, she's just hired Peyton Nyberger in the office to help with stuff. She basically, those two girls run the entire business. Um, and it's a, I mean, it's a full-time job for probably four people. And those two girls managed to keep it all straight. But um, I, I certainly can't do it all myself. We keep between 70 and 80 horses in training yeah. at all times. And it takes that for us to get to try the prospects that we want to ride. And uh, I think when I have the opportunity to have young men like Luca come in, it opens up that, um, that flow of those good horses to come in because people look in and they say, 
you know, every time we go somewhere, we're seeing Casey and his assistants are all doing well. So when they send a horse here, they're not sending a horse here for three spots. They're sending a horse here for nine or 12 or 15 spots that have the availability to get that horse shown. So it increases that owner's um, possibility of getting a record on their horse without having to change programs midstream. Casey, we we want to continue discussion about uh, your program, about uh, assistant trainers. We're going to have a discussion after the break with Luca. But, man, we just could not interview you without asking about the family. For our listeners, uh, your kids are awfully involved in a lot of stuff. Some of them are involved in the horse business as well. Give, Give us an update, if you would, about the family. Well, if we work our way from top to bottom, uh, my oldest boy, Wyatt, is really involved in the golf right now. He's getting to do some pretty cool things. Yesterday, he played in a, a little invitational short tournament there with the first tee program at the Colonial Golf Course here in Fort Worth. So um, he's done really well through that deal, and it looks like that's the direction he's going to try to go when it comes time to pick a college. And then uh, number two son, Owen decided uh, maybe with a little bit of help and persuasion from a very great customer of ours, Jody Puno, that he would try his hand at showing again. So he's now 15 years old and Jody Puno allowed him the opportunity to show Gunner Ricochet. And Ricochet is a horse that I've won over 200,000 on. He was the first horse I ever marked over a 230 on. Um, Amazing individual. It's a horse that Josh Tishman showed in the run for the million last year. So really, really special horse. And Jody gave Owen that opportunity. So Owen jumped in and first horse show that we take him to, he wins a saddle and three or four buckles and gets himself qualified for the rookie run for the million. So, you know, he's Owen is the one that started the pony business when he was five. So that deal has been going for about 10 years now. And obviously now he's taller than I am. So he's outgrown that deal. Um, he he has a halflinger project that he's working on right now that uh, we're actually Luke and I are sitting in the office watching the kids ride right now. Owen's on his halflinger that he's getting ready for the Texas premier sale. Um, Joy, the oldest daughter, number three, is uh, training some little ones of her own. She bought a a gray, I don't even know what breed it is, but it's kind of a mid-sized pony that runs barrels and poles. And so she's going to put some of the rain and stuff on it and and then uh, resell that. And uh, she's getting to show a little bit with uh, the help of Debbie Good, one of our customers that's been kind enough to share her horse. And then Livy, number four, has a mini project that she's going to be. This will be her first one to do all by herself. So that'll be fun to watch. And she's getting to show Chicks Done Dreaming that is a gelding that belongs to my mother-in-law. And so they've been kind enough to share. So my kids are blessed with the fact that they have really great horses all around them all the time. And, uh, you know, a nice place to grow up and have a good time on. But Unfortunately, in the business, I'm not in a position to own a lot of really nice ones for them to show. So I have some really good customers that are kind enough to share. And Anytime I have something that's nice enough that they want to go show on, somebody buys them before I have a chance to make a decision on it. So, but Well, and forgive me for pointing out the obvious. We talk about it a lot here on Better Horses, but I, I think 
having horses, having responsibilities, having chores to do. Uh, I think kids, some kids stay in the horse business. Some kids like your oldest boy take that work ethic and they go pursue a passion of their own and find success in their own arena. And uh, I just can't highlight the fact it's been fun to watch you and your wife, how you've raised your kids. And it's fun anytime we see folks whose kids grew up understanding work ethic, understanding integrity, understanding taking care of things before you take care of yourself. And you just see those kids so many times thrive, whether that be on the back of a horse or whether it be in a completely different direction. So folks, if you just tuned in, this is Better Horses Radio. We've been talking to our friend Casey Deary. We're going to be right back and talk some more with Casey. And we're going to talk with Luca Fapani and talk about uh, his success recently. And we're going to continue this conversation. This is Better Horses Radio. Stay with us. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rodina. I'm Don Dawson, and our next segment is brought to you by Kleinschmitz. It's a big Western store over in Higginsville, Missouri. If you're driving down Interstate 70 in Higginsville, between St. Louis and Kansas City, you will go right by. It's on the north side of the highway. It is an amazing store, and we appreciate their support of Better Horses Radio. So go to their website, kleinboot.com, which is K-L-E-I-N, boot.com, or visit their store in person. You won't believe it. Great store, all kinds of uh, uh, boots to pick from, and just a gr- great bunch of folks to work with. Yeah. So, so glad to have them uh, sponsoring this segment. And again, I keep pinching myself because they got Casey and I got Luca on here and everything. It's, it's what a great opportunity it is to be able to talk, talk to them. And uh, we want to talk to uh, uh, Casey, Casey about his big win at the NRBC here a couple of three weeks ago. Casey, you here with us? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, again, thanks for getting on. And it's been a uh, 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 just a pleasure to see how you're, you, you, the success you're having. And uh, uh, so I just wanted to, let's talk about that, that run. And it, I tell you, we have to say this year, health-wise, you come in a little bit better shape. And ride them with, they made the broken neck two years ago. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. 2020, the end of 20. And, yeah, and you know, I was actually in pretty good shape for this horse show. I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to win a paycheck, but yeah. it was it was nice to win a paycheck and be healthy. Yeah, that was, but that, but uh, you, you, you're always, like you said, just have been doing a great job and on, on the, on the, uh, uh, went, winning circle and everything let's talk a little bit about that horse that you did so well on you took did you take uh first and fourth or something like that i believe i believe that's right yeah so the horse that won that event's a horse named downright amazing he's actually uh he's the horse that i was third on in the random fraternity the year that i broke my neck and then he was second at the nrbc last year and second at the derby last year and then uh, he won the shootout at the run for the million. So he got me qualified for this year's run for million. Uh, he's been a special horse the whole time. It, I won the reign of fraternity and the derby on his mother. And then uh, this, he is the first foal from that Marin by Gunner. So he's been one that's kind of been in the program from the, from the very beginning. 
just a just a special horse. He's an absolute soldier. He shows up and does the same job every day. Um, you know, he's the horse that I marked a 30 on at the American Performance Horseman earlier in the year at uh, Globe Life Stadium. So he's just been uh, real consistent. And now as a six-year-old, he's older and stronger and more seasoned. And he's just been a lot of fun to show. Well, it's been it's been a lot of fun fun watching you, what you're getting done with that horse and the other horses as well. So proud yeah. to uh, uh, just so proud to be your friend, you well, know, and, you. and just uh, great to have you on the show. I, I know that we got a question uh, from Ron McDaniel's got a question. Uh, let's talk to you about it. Well, I, I think one of the things that we wanted to educate our listeners on, Casey, was uh, what is the National Reigning Breeders Classic? I have an idea, but I'd, I'd rather hear it from the man that won it. What, what are we highlighting there? So it is centered around our derby-aged horses, which are four, five, six, and seven-year-old horses. It's a program that was started back – 20 something years ago. Um, so the sires have to be enrolled and then you have to enroll the offspring and pretty much any more, anything that's a reigning horse is, is going to be in that program. There's still a few, you know, in the outlining areas that don't, but or outlying areas that don't, but um, the majority of them are in it because it pays so much. It's our highest paying derby that we go to. So they, they offer an open division and a non-pro division, and they offer all of the other slates of classes for the youth and non-pros and, and open riders. But the the main event is centered around our derby horses. Well, we we uh, are sure tickled to be able to talk to you about that win. You've got somebody our audience can't see. You guys are in the office there at Dairy Performance Horses, and You've got another fellow that had some uh, good fortune there at that same event. Uh, Luca, are you still on the line with us? Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about uh, your experience there, about the horse you rode and what you got done there, Luca. Well, so in the reigning competitions, there's four different levels of riders. There's level one, two, three, and four. Casey won the level four event, which is the highest paying, highest difficulty and then I ended up showing a horse that I won the levels two and three on, which I was eligible for. So I marked a 226 and a half. He's a six-year-old gelding named Dream on Wiz. And um, he was just great for me at that horse show. And um, one of the non-pros here from the barn, it's her horse. And she let me pretty much catch ride him for the show. And we knew he was a good horse. And I was lucky enough to have that opportunity. And he went and showed really good. Everybody just tuning in to the Better Horses Radio Show. We have Casey Deary and Luca Fapani on the phone with us. And Luca, coming from the history you have from your dad, who's extremely successful, I think a $7 million winner, Andrea Fapani, going to working for Casey Deary. Uh, tell us your history and how you got going in reining horses. Obviously, your dad had a big influence that and where you how you ended up with Casey. So when I was real young, I didn't have that much of an interest in uh, showing horses. I learned how to ride when I was young. My mom taught me and um, I basically learned how to ride a horse. But then beyond that, I didn't have that much interest in um, going and showing and stuff like that. And I raced dirt bikes when I was young and that lasted up until I was about 
um, 12 years old and I had some injuries to where I wasn't comfortable on a bike anymore. And I took up reining instead. And I started showing when I was, I think, 12 years old and um, just my family's old gelding and my mom helped me. And then the more advanced I got, the more my dad started to kind of give his tips. And then it got to the point where I rode completely with my dad every single day. And I showed as a non-professional up until um, this past, this, this year. Um, and this year is my first year as a professional. And that's when I moved out here to Weatherford, Texas from Scottsdale, Arizona and, um, to work for Casey. And so give us an, give us the experience that is Casey says it's quite the experience. Yeah, it's, it's really cool because, um, in the past multiple years, if, if I were to guess, I would say the last four or so years, the uh, the number one and number two riders have been my dad and Casey kind of going back and forth. So in the recent history, they've been at the top of their games and both winning tons of money, tons of events, having tons of nice horses. And before I went out on my own as a professional rider, I still wanted to learn more and I didn't think I was ready to have my own business yet or do anything of that sort. So when I talked to my dad, we thought it would be the best idea not to just learn from one program my whole career, but instead to um, kind of see what's all out there, learn new perspectives on the reining industry and the training on all of it. So um, that's when I asked Casey for a job and he said I could come. So I started in January and it's been pretty awesome to be able to see the the different perspectives on training, on business, on just the way the whole barn runs. Um, it's two totally different programs, and I've been super blessed to learn from both. That's great. I think that's interesting because, you know, if I was to make a guess from somebody who's not involved in the industry, I would have thought coming from your dad's facility to Casey Deary would be very similar. But and it's, and it's not. It's complete. Everybody has a different way of doing it. That's pretty interesting. It's super interesting for me. My biggest takeaway has been um, they are two complete opposite programs. My dad is um, he's very, very intimate with the way the barn runs, the way that his horses are. He's the only person that rides his horses. Um, he's just very, very specific on what he likes. He's very specific on what he wants. And it, I, that's what I knew growing up. He's, he's a perfectionist and everything is in line from at home to the show to, and that's the reason he is hardly ever away from the barn. He never takes a vacation, nothing. Cause he just, he is so involved in every piece of the process. And with Casey, he's still involved with every piece of the process. He's at the barn all the time too. And that's a similarity where you can tell that's what it takes to be one of the best but just the way he handles his horses, um, he's confident enough in his program that he just does the pieces and the maneuvers that he wants. He has someone else prod his horses, lope his horses to get them loose and stuff like that. And that's something that's different from my dad is he doesn't let anyone else touch his horses. So it's pretty cool to me to see how two totally different ways of doing it can both be at the top of the same game. Wow. You know, for a lot of our listeners who are in business, you, you see somebody work 
for the number one and two dominant players in a certain industry. Did you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement to come work over there? You you can't tell any of the secret tips to your dad and, and you can't share with Casey, any of your dad's secret tips. How'd you, how'd you maneuver that Casey? Well, honestly, it's, it's uh, the joke when Luca first came is, uh, is he a spy? And my answer was, <laughs> of course, he's a spy. He's going to learn all he can. He's going to take <laughs> what he learns from me. He's going to take what he learned from his dad, and he's going to beat both of us. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of the name of the game. But I can tell you that I've learned some stuff from Luca that he's, you know, learned from his father. And uh, when, when we had the American Performance Horseman here, Andrea actually came and rode a couple of days here with us. So it was really great to have – you know, both of them there, Andrea gave us kind of an overview of some of the things he works on. And then Luca was able to, you know, basically be there to remind me 50 times of what he said so that it would sink in. But it, uh, it, it, it's in my mind, what I'm excited about is what Luca is going to be able to build over the next 10 years of being able to mesh those two programs together. Wow. Well, and isn't that part of it? If you, if you think you're done learning, you're that's when you start losing. Absolutely right. And so the fact that you guys are working off of each other, I just think that's awesome. And and all three of you will be better in the end. Well, we don't really want Andrea to be better. We just want me and Luca to be better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just thinking this is a very competitive sport, but it is the Western way that you will help each other. You will share tips with each other. But when you when you step into the arena, you're definitely the one that's wanting to come out of there with the uh, championship. So. It's been fun to have this conversation with you guys. Luca, thanks so much for jumping on here. It's great to see young people uh, that learn from the best and want to pursue a career here. So we're excited about what the future holds. Uh, Luca, any suggestions for some of our listeners that, that may be younger, that may be asking themselves, well, do I pursue a career in the horse industry? What advice would you have from your side of the fence, Luca? In my opinion, the best thing you can do is basically what I've done and indulge yourself in what you potentially want to be doing. If you have a big interest in reining horses or barrel horses or any piece of the horse industry, every single um, business owner in the horse industry, for the most part, needs help. So they will have you there if you reach out to them through email or whatever it is, and they will have you and you'll be able to watch it for two weeks, a month. If you like it, you can go long-term and you just have to submerge yourself. And that's the best way to know um, if you're going to like it. And then if you do like it, that's how you're going to get better. Yeah. Luca, thank you. And Casey, before we sign off here, let our listeners know where they can learn more about Casey Deary and your performance horse program. Well, our, our website is dearyperformance.com and my, uh, my wife and Peyton do a good job of updating the Facebook and the other social media stuff. So I would, uh, I would nearly think if you type Deary in on any of the social media stuff, they would be one of the first ones to pop up. Well, we sure appreciate you guys coming on, both of you. And also let Nicole know how much we appreciate all she does. She's the one that really made this happen. 
Absolutely. She she's the one that has to turn the computer on. I have no idea how to do that. And you got that. You got your laptop is as big as a, a, a you, you you always explain it on your your answering phone. Yeah, my telephone's the size of a laptop. So that's what it is. So hey, thank uh, Casey and and Luca. Thanks for uh, getting on the show today. I tell you what's it's re- just a real uh, uh, honor to have you two on there and looking for. Big things to continue to help uh, to happen with you, uh, Casey and and Luca. The same with you. Thank so you. Really- All right, you guys have a good day. I know you're going to head back out to the arena. I'm pretty sure. So we'll talk to you later. God Thank bless you, you fellas. Mm, bye. Okay. Hey, you guys. We better take a break. Hey, this is Better Horses. We'll be right back. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Dylan Luter, a specialist in equine performance medicine at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Our new service focuses on lameness diagnosis, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and regenerative medicine for horses with injuries preventing them from performing at their best. We can treat a variety of conditions and design a customized rehabilitation plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. Hi, I'm Tommy with Heritage Tractor. Whether you're looking to maintain your yard or your whole ranching operation, Heritage Tractor has John Deere mower and tractor packages that make work fly by. With a variety of horsepower and attachment configurations, we have a package to best fit your needs and budget. To learn more about these exclusive packages, visit us in-store or online at HeritageTractor.com. Legendary products, extraordinary service, that's our heritage. Established in 1956, the Pinto Horse Association of America was formed to welcome all types of equines and maintain their show records and pedigrees. PTHA currently has over 88,000 members with 157,000 registered Pintos. There are currently three separate registries, the Color Registry, the Solid Registry, and the Long Ear Registry. We welcome all levels of competition within a family-friendly environment. Become a member, register, and add value to your horse. For more information, check out the website Pinto World Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. 
It's time to go with United Mosquito and Fly Control's premier fly system for fly control in your barn. Providing relief for horses from the stress of fighting flies. and also makes a barn more pleasant for everyone in the barn. Easy, effective, and safe. With United Mosquito and Fly Control, we provide a full service. You as the barn owner don't have to do anything. We go everywhere and take care of everything with our friendly, fast service. Call today at 913-558-3814 or email paul at unitedmosquito.com. Here's to the unbreakable spirit of today's ranchers. For all those running cow-calf operations, the American International Charolais Association is dedicated to strengthening your herd with the Charolais breed. The Charolais Advantage delivers more pounds for more profit. Getting Charolais genetics into commercial herds is the heart of a successful cattle operation. White hides bring an inherited benefit to commercial herds, providing advantages of growth and feedlot efficiency. It's white gold. For more information, go to charolaisusa.com. It's time to fall into forage and save. Stanley Premium Western Forage is offering one of the biggest promotions of the year. Buy any three Stanley products and get $5 off. Stanley Premium Western Forage offers the highest quality premium forage from the Western United States. During the summer months, Stanley's farm employees carefully nurture and harvest their fields to make sure the forage meets their product specifications and exceed your quality standards. Winter is coming. Get prepared now with the help of Stanley Premium Forage. Visit stanleyforage.com coupons to download your coupon now. Now. No matter what discipline of riding you do, training, showing, and everyday stress is hard on your horse's legs. Decra Veterinary Products is a leading lameness company that brought you Osphos. Osphos is a quadrinate injection, an intramuscular bisphosphonate to help control the clinical signs of navicular syndrome in horses four years and older. Ask your veterinarian if Osphos is right for your horse. Decra Veterinary Products is a proud sponsor of The American. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rodina. I'm Don Dawson, and our next segment is brought to you by Heritage Tractor. Now, you know that Heritage Tractor is in Kansas, but it doesn't matter where you live. If you're listening across the country, they can get a tractor to you. Just go to heritagetractor.com. Visit with them and uh, get that tractor you want on order because they will get it to you. Yeah, they've got a they've got a dealership uh, just north of me, Dawn, in uh, Anderson, Missouri. Uh, they, yeah. They've got uh, they've got locations all scattered around. So glad to have them as a sponsor of Better Horses. And uh, Ernie, there sure is a lot of stuff going on. We're right in the middle. Summer's about to start and lots of horse events, but we wanted to highlight one or two. And I know you've got one you're very passionate about, Ernie. Yeah, you, you bet. And uh, first of all, uh, you're talking about the one in Ballin. Ballin yeah, store. And I, I can't say enough great things about the people behind that. And I'm talking about Jerry and Patty Reese. They they make things happen. And they, folks, I can't tell you what a great experience that's going to be if you come down to that deal. And uh, and and experience that deal on. I think it's uh, July the eighth. That's right, Ernie. July eighth. The doors open at five thirty, and there's going to be food trucks, music, art. There's a nature trail if you want to do that. At seven p.m., the Diaz family uh, horse show is going to begin in the arena, and then at eight fifteen, you guys, the flamenco concert by Ensemble Iberica. Featuring Melinda Hedgecourth. You guys, this is going to be so cool. It's over in the Ruins staging area. 
plus the art show going on in the Volen store during all of this and the additional music and entertainment that's going to be running around everything else, you yeah. want to get involved in this. You can get tickets you, right now, which they are selling a lot of tickets already. Are so they, go, I heard they were. Go to the volandstore.com. That's V-O-L-L-A-N-D store.com. And there's a link right on there to get your tickets like through Eventbrite and a couple other ways to get your tickets. It is $25 for those of us who live in Wabunsee County and $45 for everybody else. And uh, it, that gets you all of that entertainment, the whole evening's worth of entertainment. So yeah, be sure boy. to get signed up for it. Be a great time. And Dawn, we've yeah. also got, uh, for those folks who are looking for something to do the next weekend uh, after they hear this show, June 2nd through 4th in Big Timber, Montana, the Art of the Cowgirl is going to have uh, a, a, a celebration there. So Big Timber, Montana, June 2nd through 4th, go to Art of the Cowgirl if you want more information about that. And it's a great time of year to get to Montana. If you guys listening, you want two beautiful places to go, put these two on your list. Next weekend, Big Timber, Montana, July 8th, the Flint Hills of Kansas at the Volland Store, Volland, Kansas. You can't, you can't mess up either way. So, hey, Ernie, can you believe it? That, and Ron, this day just flew by. Boy, I mean, this show sped by. Yeah, that was, that was an excellent, uh, excellent show, folks. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to better horses radio it's a blast and i would say what i would recommend to everyone because you is keep jesus christ at the top of your list and and I, it'll help he will help you get through about anything and uh so glad you joined us today for it i want you all to be good buckaroos and buckarettes mind your moms and dads we want you to be brave but don't take any chances out there and uh, we're talking about a lot of great folks we want to keep on our prayer list and Speaking of uh, Connie, Brent, Rebecca, my new daughter-in-law, and let's not forget uh, Faye, Elaine, and Howdy Russet from there. Jeff, J.D., Carmen, Justin, and Hattie, you guys be good. How about you, Ron? Rody, Breyer, Mesa, Clay, Jude, Cade, you guys be good. Jerry Hedrick, Bev Hedrick, let's not, you're a good buckaroo and buckarette. And let's not forget Jerry uh, Reese and Patty. Until next week, I'm Bernie Rodina. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Don Dawson. Happy trails and be sure to ride for the brand. Mm-hmm.